Man, today was another fun Friday show. Uh, Wood's big list, what is a sign that it's time to leave the party? Yes, sir. That was a lot of fun. Uh, talking to Renee, who has a big conversation to have with her mom over the weekend. And uh, the feud. I'm glad. We're, we finally got some good questions when it comes to the feud. <laughs> Only because you won. Feels good. All right. Uh, you'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kevin Wood. Why should we talk to you on Monday is when someone has something big going on over the weekend so they loop us into it so we can all be a part of it. We got Renee on the phone with us right now. Renee, what's going on? Well, I'm having a birthday celebration coming up. I'm very here and very shortly. But um, I have to tell my mom something prior to the party. I have this obnoxious an obnoxious stepfather, <laughs> let's say. Okay. <laughs> and I, I don't want him to come to my party. So, um, mom's not, I don't know how that's going to go over with my mom, but I'm going to get it off my chest and let her know that I, she already should have an idea. I don't like him, you know, all the bickering we do, but I'm going to make it pretty clear now. Uh, he cannot come to my party. I just don't like him. Okay. How long has this been going on the entire time you've known him? Pretty much. Pretty much. He's always been pretty, you know, just kind of like a jerk. And I don't see what my mom ever seeing him. I'm not back then, um, not in hindsight, not for the future. I don't get it, but uh, that's the thing. But I don't want him around me or my friends at this party. He's not going to spoil my, my big party. I can kind of see where you're coming from. Yeah. On that. How, how long have your mom and the stepdad been together? Oh, well, it had to be about maybe 10 years oh, okay. at least. Okay, so it's been a so hot they, second. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're growing any, you know, changing anything. They're not going to break up anytime soon. Uh, but uh, that doesn't mean I really necessarily have to uh, deal with him or my friends. Yeah. I'm really uh, a lot concerned about that, too. So what, what does he so, do that's so bad? Well, he just um, makes stupid comments, plays around a lot, and he's very, he doesn't have a filter, so he's quite embarrassing. Um, sometimes he tells these magnificent stories that I don't know are true or not, and I'm just embarrassed by them. So I just don't want him sitting around my friends telling, you know, tales of whatever his, he came from and what he did in his past, you know, all this and magnificent stuff that he tells us that we never see proof for. <laughs> That's funny. That reminds me of the movie Big Fish. Have you ever seen that? No. The dude hates his dad in the no. movie. The dude hates his dad in the movie for the same reason. Like, his dad is always telling these tall tales, and he can't stand it. Hmm. That's funny you said that. <laughs> well, I've never seen it. I have to check it out. <laughs> That's a stepdad here in this situation. Yeah. Now, how do you think your mom's going to handle it? Um. So I don't think she's going to really like it, Um. but I'm hoping that she could at least understand and it's my party. I would love to have mom there, though. Yeah, that's the bummer of it, you know? Now, so is this just, so are you just saying, all right, hey, he can't come to my party, but, you know, we'll get back together, you know, down the road and other things and Easter and Thanksgiving and all that. That's okay. Are you saying, I don't want to see him starting on my birthday party and I don't want to be around him, period? Ultimately, that's where I'm heading. I'm going to explain to her that, you know, um, it's obvious that you could tell we don't get along, and I, I've had it with even being around them, to be honest with you. So um, I would not look forward to any other celebrations with him, but if he happens to be at some celebration that I'm not, you know, hosting, uh, that's fine. But I just don't want him at any of my events, okay. I, you know. So you can be, you can be, you can be civil with him if need be. 
yes, I can do that. I can do that with anyone, you know. Right. But um, yeah, I- I'm gonna avoid this thing. And I thought if I don't act now, um, it's gonna be party time, and he's gonna be there. So I, I don't really have a choice. Um, I have to let her know. Hmm. I'm. Am I nervous to see where this goes? Because I mean, for your, if it was just like your birthday, honestly, it's your birthday. You know, you, you shouldn't have to hang out with anybody you don't want to on your birthday. So, but the the, the long term one, that's ooh, that's a start of something yeah. serious. That's a that's a change in the family dynamic of it all. So, I don't look forward to this conversation. When are you going to tell mom tonight or tomorrow or Sunday? I'm going to tell her as soon as we get a chance to talk. I'm hoping that it'll be tonight. All right. Well, I, you're in for a weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I wish you luck, because this isn't going to be easy on anybody. No, it's not. I but, feel bad for the mom, too. You know, that's tough. But you know what? I bet people will find some inspiration in this, as they usually do for Why Should We Talk To You on Monday. So, I've seen some texts come in. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So we'll call you, Renee, this exact same time on Monday, and uh, we'll find out how did it go telling your mom uh, that you don't want your stepdad at the party, okay? Okay. Wish me luck. Kelly and Wood. It is Friday morning, and we are doing Wood's Big List. That's right, and it's a very simple one today. What is a sign that you need to leave a party? Oh, that's a good one, man. Whether it's, uh, this could be about you, it could be about the party, whatever. Just something that happens that's like, hey, party's over, we gotta go. Alright, so keep the calls, let's keep the text coming, because we gotta build Wood's Big List now. We're getting some great texts, and I got one, though, to start it off. Mm-hmm. If you hear any politician's name or the subject of politics come up, that party, she's done. Yeah. It's time to go because it ain't coming back once the politics get brought up. That's probably not good I have, at all. I have left many a family gathering when I heard par- when I heard politics oh. come up. Yeah, because I was like, well, this is done. You know, everyone's been drinking or whatever, and then all of a sudden, did you hear what so-and-so did? It's like, yeah, that's it. That's not good. No, hell no. So politics for me, it's time to leave. Uh, a ton of people have texted this in. Uh, like, I, I seriously, like, uh, first-time texters, everything. Police sirens or the cops show up? That's a good one. That's a really good one. Hold That's on, not I'm, good. I'm going to put this call on hold real quick. Uh, yeah. Right. Now, on my list, and this is a very, and a lot of people have texted this one as well, because I think there's a fine line here. All right. Somebody wants to fight. Well, how is that a fine line? Somebody, sometimes, wants, somebody some, wants to fight you? Sometimes watching a fight's kind of fun. All right? <laughs> I disagree. But it needs to be, if, like, if somebody wants to fight inside a house, I might, no, we got to... This take it is, outside. Right. right. Let's take this outside. Old-fashioned duel style. I right. don't like being in a house, because I'm always worried about people's lamps, even yeah. if it's a crappy dump of an apartment. Coffee table going to get smashed. And let's be honest, if you're having that many people in your house that they're going to fight inside, your apartment probably sucks. Well, I'll go so far as to say if a fight breaks out at your party, your house probably sucks. I've had a lot of fights at a party, though, but that's usually... Recent, a, recently? No. Okay. But it's a pretty good sign that your party's probably nearing the end of... Just wait till your Super Bowl party. I'm, <laughs> I'm coming in hot. <laughs> Throwing lefts and rights. That's right. Uh, How about the president? <laughs> hate that Kelly Jordan. What, what about you, Brian Riley? What's your sign that it's time to leave a party? Uh, when you're the oldest at the party. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I can remember boy. a time I was in college. My buddy goes, hey, there's a there's a party. We were back from college for like Christmas break. He goes, there's a party. You want to go? I'm like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. One of the girls that was there, I babysat growing up. Oh, good and Lord. And I was like, I have to leave. And he was like, wait, this, this is just, I'm like, nope, I'm out of here. Yeah. See you later. That's crazy. Yeah. That was uh, that was excessive. Yeah. I know that feeling. That's not good at all. No, not what, even close. What about um, you, Wood? Uh, how about this? If people start breaking out drugs, 
It's time to leave. Yeah. It's time to go. It's not going into a good place at that point. The, the bad decisions have already started. Right. <laughs> right. It's time to make our exodus end quickly because whatever's going to happen here from here on out is bad. You're in a lawless place at that point. It is real bad. I uh, got a ton of people texting stuff in. How about if you walk in and see your dad? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I'd be like, Dad? You died six years ago. What the hell? Pop, pop, pop. Uh, other people texting in, if there's no beer left, it's time to leave. Okay. Uh, if your ex shows up. Oof. That's awkward. Uh, how about this? This is a pretty good way to describe it. When you start talking in cursive. <laughs> Or as other people call it, start slurring your words. Yeah, that's time to go. What in the... All right, this text is... Victoria texted in, when somebody gets stabbed... Jeez. What kind of party are you going to? That's a gangsta party right there. How many parties have you gone to where you're like, okay, (laughs) two is too many for people to get stabbed at. And that is your your sign to leave? (laughs) I think there's many other signs you probably missed before then. Did anybody text this one in? How about... I wrote down, when someone starts crying... If someone starts no, crying, yeah. it's, the party's over. Someone's had too much to drink. It's nasty now. That's probably not good how either. About, uh, how about when someone goes, can you taste this? And then you taste it, and it's just pure booze. Oh. Like, I can't I can't taste it. You're like, this is not going in the right direction. Tastes like we gasoline. Need. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, here's another good text. If you light a cigarette backwards. <laughs> I light the filter. <laughs> You've seen people do that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I've seen people put it in their mouth backwards. You know, <laughs> I think they figured out when the... You got to just let them do it themselves, and they go. I think, and then they go. I think this is backwards. They, they still can't recognize it. Uh, Rose is one hundred percent right. When something starts on fire, yes, I don't care what it is. Shut it down. Even if it's outside of a candle, Even if it's food on the grill, I'm still leaving. If something catches on fire, no, we we've got to go. It yeah. is absolute go time. Oh, I love Sherry's text. People bring up things from the past that wasn't your greatest moment. Yeah. These are all good signs. Well, good. Let's do this. Let's get some calls going here. Keep the text coming. We'll play a song real quick, and we will come back and continue to build Wood's Big List. How do you know when it's time to leave the party? Kelly and Wood. Wood's Big List today. Wood, it is... Signs you need to leave a party. Man, the texts are phenomenal on this one right here. Uh, how about when you start willingly asking for shots? <laughs> who? Th- this is a sign, too. When it's like, who wants to do a shot with me? Who wants to do a shot with Oof. me? That's when you know. And nobody's coming over to your defense. <laughs> I'm fine. I'll do it myself. How about this? Kelly Jordan, this one will hit you. What? When the DJ starts playing slow jams. Oh, yeah. That's probably time to go. That's not good. It's getting a little sexy at that time, especially if you don't have a, a partner there with you. In that same vein, when people, st- everyone around you is making out. <laughs> yeah. This is a high school party. <laughs> uh, Stacy, when the naked person shows up to the party. Or what about when someone starts getting naked? That's what Kevin texted in. When shirts start coming off, probably depends on who's taking off the shirts. Yeah. Uh, Becky texted in when you start stripping. Like you personally would? I think that's the when that person needs to okay. go. Yeah. Uh, that's probably a Why good do sign. The clothes, what is it about drinking and clothes coming off? Is it does it just you just want to be free? You're getting maybe you're you're heating up. That right? could be. You got to cool it down, cool your, the core. Your body's speeding up to burn off all that alcohol. Maybe. How about when the drunk guy keeps hitting on you and your friends? Oh, been there. Uh, it's time to leave the party when you are that person that goes, "I love you, I love you." No, I mean it. I just love you. <laughs> on that same vein, how about when someone wants to have that heart to heart conversation yes. with you? Yep. Like, oh, hey, 
Let me tell you something. I've been guilty of that. I've been guilty of that when I've been drinking, where I'm like, hey, we need to, let's really get to it into our feelings here. Or when I poured my heart out to Kelly Jordan at WeFest one year, and I look over, and there he is, (laughs) passed out, head back, mouth open. (laughs) Was like, no, dude, I really think we got something. I'm like, (laughs) really like working with you because you really listen. I got it! <laughs> Throw a can at him. Uh, Brian from Grand Forks texted in. People start doing the puke and rally. Oh, yeah. Anytime Ugh. someone throws up, that's it. Uh, Jason, when you have to close one of your eyes to see, that's my <laughs> wife. I know my wife has had enough when she'll, and it'll start to like even just squint down. Yeah. And she's like, mm, I'm like, hey, what do you. She's sacrificing depth perception for clarity. <laughs> she's like, uh, You're getting the evil professor look in you, just the one eye. <laughs> Rose texted in uh, when the boys start ripping off their shirts. Yeah. Uh, that's another good one. Courtney, this actually used to happen at my old house when we threw parties. People are climbing on the roof. Oh, God. I was working security, so I would get home at like 4.30 in the morning. Right. And I remember pulled in, and, you know, it's dark out. It's the <laughs> middle of the night. I lock my car, and I walk in it, and I just hear, hey, uh, somebody took the ladder down. <laughs> Why? Are you, who are you? Why are you on my roof? Why are you up there? And uh, I helped the fella out, and he climbed down. And, you know, I appreciate it, man. Someone texted in when the when uh, someone falls asleep. Or the host falls asleep. That's go time. That's happened to me. That's happened. No, not happened to me. It's happened to people partying at my house many times. Yeah, you're the host. I, I crash out, man. When I'm done, I'm done, and I shut her down. I don't care where or when. Uh, Carrie texts in when people start destroying things. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, Timmy, when the band is buying you drinks. And trying to get you to their hotel room. Oh, hello. But your husband doesn't like it and breaks the drumsticks. <laughs> that is oddly specific. It's <laughs> like that stabbing one. <laughs> Did anybody else write that one down? Or? <laughs> uh, how about this? When I want to go on adventures, this involves me disappearing from the party and I start exploring. I love that person, though. Like, where is Tom? He just comes back an hour later. When you're dancing on the bar or pool table seems like a good idea. Oh, man. It's just a party person, you know? Uh, when you have to keep the climbers out of the trees and off the silos. Dang. <laughs> I'm telling you, some of y'all get wild Another out there. Another specific one. I, I thought I was, you know, skirting the line with, you know, fires and all right. this. and fight breaking out. Y'all went way, Let's way put out all there. of these people at one party. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. How about this awesome story, though? I don't know. This kid's about to be incredibly famous. Uh, actually comes out of Minot, North Dakota. Okay. A seventh grader was hanging out at a high school basketball game. And you know, at halftime, they do all these wacky, zany things. Right. Well, they had a challenge. Now, you hit, needed to hit a layup, a free throw, a three-pointer, and a half-court shot all in 25 seconds. Okay. So pretty much you can't miss. Right. That is a seventh grade kid. That's quick, man. Well, J.J. Franks got called down there and sure enough, nailed it. All of them? He won $10,000. I don't even know if I could get from the hoop to half court in 25 seconds. <laughs> I had to stop for a breather. And I, like you see, all this happened a lot at like NBA games and things like that. But I mean, come on, man. Seventh what? grade and winning 10 large? What, we're just talking about this. Wasn't there a 13-year-old who yeah. just won a pickup truck and an ice fishing tournament the, or something? The JCs and Brainerd do a big tournament every year. Okay. And the kid caught a nine-pound walleye. Is that big? It's, yeah, that's a that's It's a, big enough for a it's truck. A big walleye. Right. The second place was like five. Oh, gosh. So the kid caught basically a double the size fish, caught it on six-pound test, and then they were like, what do you want? You want to... He goes... I want the F-150. Hell yeah. And so they asked him, like, what are you going to do? He goes, 
No idea, but in three years, it's my truck. <laughs> I have a sweet truck. You know Dad's going to be driving that thing around until then. Man, but how old was this kid, Wood? Uh, in seventh grade. Jeez, About 10 grand. Yeah. yeah. But 10 grand in your pocket, man. But, I mean, so cool. Love to see it. And I, I, my favorite part about any of these videos where people hit shots yeah. is the crowd. Well, Everyone's I'm, rooting for them. I'm surprised a school had 10 grand to give away, unless it was sponsored by something. I'm guessing they had some sort of insurance I bet you they were like, we're going to pick this 13-year-old kid. He can't throw it. <laughs> Half court. There's no way he's going to win. Ten grand? <laughs> How much can he win? I don't know. $10,000. Like, two teachers walked in the next day, lost their job. Like, <laughs> like you ever seen the movie Semi Pro where the guy throws the full court oh, yeah. shot and makes it? <laughs> Kelly and Woods, small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Viking, Minnesota, population 79. Of course, Viking named not after the football team, but the actual plunderers from the east. Well, that sounds like a pleasant place to visit. And that's why Viking, Minnesota gets today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score, and we're going to put it up on that trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yeah, something like this. You knew we were headed to Florida. That's when police officers pulled over a black Mercedes in the early morning for a traffic violation. Now, when they pulled it over and walked up to the window, there was a driver and a female passenger and started doing the old interviewing. And they noticed that both the driver and the passenger were kind of acting weird. Okay. So they said, all right, well, give me your information. I'm going to go ahead and run this. And while they do that, we're going to just take the drug dog and have it walk around the car here. Just take a little sniff. Well, sure enough, the drug dog walked around the car and said, hey, man. Hey, uh, yeah, there's some, uh, this car stinks. <laughs> well, so they had everyone get out of the car and started doing a search, and, well, they found inside all sorts of drugs. You are a crackhead. Oh, yeah. We found inside the car, we found, uh, let's see, fentanyl. We also found methamphetamine and other drugs. Well, they also found drugs on the person, including the passenger, who they found methamphetamine in her purse. Good Lord. And in her bra. <laughs> Just in case you didn't have a purse on her at the time. <laughs> well, they found out that the gentleman driving, well, he's 35-year-old Omar Condi. He's a convicted felon out on bond. Good grief. For you guys did drugs. Well, then they ran the female passenger's information, and wouldn't you know it, this was 31-year-old Shannon Blom. Now, she was also in trouble. She had been arrested earlier that day. For a battery charge. How was she out already? Well, she bonded out earlier that evening, got in the car with this winner of a gentleman, and went back to doing hood rat things. (laughs) As you can imagine, being out on bond means you should probably walk in the straight and narrow. Mm -hmm. They were both taken to jail. Also, a weapon was found in the car. And they're facing a stack of charges. Holy moly. All right. Well, let's give this one. Now, did it say why they decided to get the drug dog out? They probably just smelled something, right? Uh, yeah. Well, that and, you know, both y'all are <laughs> been in jail, like, literally today. You're still wearing the outfit <laughs> from your mugshot. All right. So they still got the ink on their hands from the yeah. fingerprints. Can you help me out? <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? Mm-hmm. All right. So anytime you get pulled over and they got to bust out the drug dog on you, trashy. Seems it. 
Yeah, I'm gonna get that 175 right there. Uh, the drug dog, the drug dog, actually finding things. Yeah, that's trashy. 150 mm-hmm. points right there. Uh, finding multiple things. Yeah, trashy. I'll just tack on another 125 though, because that's getting a lot of points right there. Um, committing crimes the same day you get out of jail. That's true. I, I feel like that's trashy. Am mm. I wrong? Okay, 150 points right there for that. Uh, they were both arrested, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, okay, so 75 each. How about keeping drugs on multiple spots on your person? Right. As if you're a ninja. <laughs> well, you never know when you're going to need a quick hit. Just bling. <laughs> All right, I'll give that 150 points. Thank you. Uh, what else do we got on this one? Mm, I thought it was a weapon in the car. Oh, okay. That's trashy. 125 points on that. Yeah, when you're out of bail or yeah. bond. Yeah. yeah, golly. What does Mike Bryan always tell us? If you're going to break the law, break one at a time. Right. Don't do multiple because mm-hmm. they're going to get you. And just walk the line, kids. That's my motto in life. Life is easier, kids, when you just walk the line. That's right. Are you ready for the score on this one? What I thought we were going to crack a 1,000. We got close. Come on. That would have been the third time this week, mm. but we didn't make it today. Are you ready? Today, our multi-drug dealing, carrying couple earns himself a whopping 975 points. Kelly and Wood. Name foods that go with peanut butter. Okay, that's what we have up first. Uh, No, that's what we have up today in this round of The Feud. Feeling good, I can't even talk. No, I believe I lost last week. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the the glaring obvious one here, right out the gate. Oh, so you're just going to go first. Well, I lost. I know. That's the rule. Can I hear the question again, please? Name foods that go with peanut butter. Thank you. All right, let's go here. Jelly. If that's not on there, I quit. You should you should definitely keep your job. That's on the best of That's got. I'll say that's got to be done. That was such a tap in pots. So what? How many answers are on the board? Uh, there are five left on All the right. board. Okay. Can I hear that question again, please? Name foods that go with peanut butter. Well, it's very sensual. Oh, oh. Chocolate. Mm. The Reese's Cup, man. That's got to be number two. That is number two on the list. Number two on the list. (laughs) Reese's Pieces. Reese's. All right. Uh, What's the question again? Name foods that go with peanut butter. One of my favorite snacks ever since I lost my weight. But I don't know if it's going to be on there. Celery. Dang, that's what I got on my list, too. That's got to be. It's dead last, but it's on the list. It's on the baby. Last is past. Did you do the raisins on there? Once in a while, I'll do raisins on there. I never, ever ate raisins in my life. Never even liked them until I did that. Really? And so I was like, it was like a year ago I started liking raisins in my life. My kids brought home some raisins the other day that tasted like watermelon. What? Also, it would kind of mess with my well, head. The light, the light colored ones, they almost look yeah. tan. Well, yeah. it's kind of like Not the golden ones. That's a different one. Okay. Well, it's kind of like when I gave you guys the uh, cotton candy grape that one time. That was weird. I got those for my kids. They love it. Yeah, they're the greatest. I don't like. I don't like that. I don't like them playing God with my grapes. Well, why would you? Why would you? Yeah, you're All right. right. Can I hear that question again, sir? We asked a hundred people name foods that go with peanut butter. All right, I, you know what? This is thinking outside the box. Oh boy! All right, here we oh, go. Boy. Bread. I was going to say that. Toast, man. Peanut butter toast. It's not on the list. It's not on the list. It's not on the list. Boy, this is borderline erroneous. You know, I just just want to say, I just want to say, bread is probably included with some of these answers. That's what I thought. But it's not on the list by itself. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yes, exactly. Okay. Oh, gosh. All right. So, peanut butter. What do you put it on? Mm -hmm. Celery, jelly, Chocolate. You already tapped out. 
I, I am tapped out. I only have one answer um, left on my sheet here, so. How about you put a little peanut butter on... Oh, I, this is kind of a new trend at restaurants. I don't know if it'll be on here. I don't know how old this is. But a peanut butter hamburger is a big one now. I actually thought about restaurant. that. That is a great guess. But it's not on the list. Uh, I knew it. They weren't cool enough. Not, it's not trendy enough. That is, that is that is delish. But a peanut, I even like peanut butter beer, man. Peanut butter beer is Oh, good. yeah, like on a stout? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've never risked it on my burger because I'm, I'm worried it's going to ruin my it burger. Doesn't, it doesn't. Dude. Go for it. Just do it. <laughs> Be my eyes. <laughs> I'll hold your hand. All right. Can I hear that question again? We asked 100 people, name foods that go with peanut butter. By the way, three answers still left Dang on the it. board. All right. I'm feeling healthy here. Okay. Boy. And my son loves these. Uh-oh. Bananas. Oh, peanut butters and bananas. Peanut butter, banana sandwich. It's a power combo. Protein, potassium. It's on the list. Yeah. It's on the list. Two, sir. That was good. That was boy. a good guess. That yeah. was a really good one. You kept alive. We Two each, more. We each have a strike, and I am completely tapped out. You shouldn't be. I, I have one left, and I can't believe I, and I, I hate it. I'm trying to think of this. I, this is like a, uh, you know those Minnesota bars or those Midwest bars that people make? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what's in those. So I'm going to go out on a limb here, Brian Riley, and I know I'm going to get an X on this. But the question is... We asked 100 people, name foods that go with peanut butter. Rice Krispies. Oh, that's an X. I got that's it. an X, yeah. Uh, yeah, just press the button. <laughs> the fact that you didn't know what it was called should have helped me. Like, you know what? I don't know what it's called. Probably not on the list. <laughs> that, that but it's sucks. okay. Now, I have. I want to take a stab at these last two yep. here. Okay. Shout out to the Filthy Hippies. Oh. Granola. Uh, I, I don't know if I could have given you that, but... Oats is on the See, list. Granola, I was gonna say I granola. Consider oats. Them, I consider them to be the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're gro- yeah oats, a peanut but butter. But granola, and but isn't like granola like baked? Yeah, isn't that what it is? Like oats? I think they meant like oatmeal. Yeah, it's all the same thing. It's all hippie food. Yeah, it's all <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, you all, you eat it and then don't take a shower for a month. I right, and then the other ones I had on there, the one that was a, a real risk taker, which I didn't think was on there, was gonna be smoothies. Oh yeah, it's not on the list. But that's not. It's food. not on the list. And the other one, ice cream. That's a great guess. Peanut butter on hot, warmed up peanut butter on ice cream is a game changer. Not on the list. You were very close, though. Oreos. I've never done You've that never in my dipped life. an Oreo in a peanut butter? No, no, but I wish I would have. Oh, my. You want to talk game changer. I've wasted four decades of my life not knowing this. The fact that you never even thought about it one time. Like, you know what? Just, and I've done some wild stuff, but I don't smoke weed either, so I don't think about <laughs> stuff like that. Buy a nutter butter and be oh. done with it. Oh, what, I guess is that there makes another sense. One? No, that, that was, was it. it. Oh, that, that was, was all six one. on the list. Dang. We did all pretty right. good today, man. Hey, nice job, Wood. Not erroneous. No. <laughs> well, because you won. That's true. Uh, but I'll take the loss because it was fun anyway in today's round of The, the View. View. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Oh, man, I'm ending the week on a hot one right now. So, there's certain parts of Canada where you actually weigh less because there's less gravity there. Mainly, or namely, the Hudson Bay area and parts of Quebec. There's less gravity there than in other parts of the world. Quebec! Quebec? Mm-hmm. That's my, how they say it. My bad. Well, I'm not a Canadian, so I don't know about oh. that. Oh. Well, Quebec is the place where they speak Spanish. Or not Spanish, not French. French. Oh, my bad. They're don't, all... Well, don't uh, they speak... You mean in Canada, they speak French there. Well, in, Co- in Quebec. Right, Quebec. That's how do you like, say it? They say Quebec. 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 Okay. Well, either way, that's not the point of the story. The Sorry. point of the story is that if you go there, Wood, and Brian... 
there's less gravity than in other parts of the world. They don't know what they realized this back in 1960 when they started charting the Earth's gravity, and they noticed there was less gravity in those two parts of Canada. Hmm. And I think that this might go back to the Ice Age because gravity is obviously created by density. And I think that the Earth may be less dense there, and that's why there's less gravity there. Got carved out or something? To, yeah, right. So to, to the tune of a couple of pounds, you can be lighter oh. in the home. <laughs> in that part of Canada. So do people jump higher there then? Probably. Well, no, because you probably don't have the same amount of muscle because you're not having to carry around as much weight. But if, if I went if there. If you were to go there, you could probably dunk a basketball, I bet. I could be a Canadian uh, basketball player. <laughs> Six foot rims, maybe? Hey. I could touch rim on nine. Really? You think... I don't think I know. I could I could touch rim on nine. I know for a well, fact. A basketball hoop is ten, though. Right, it's ten feet. I've so. touched. I could touch backboard on a regular ten foot hoop hey. if it's laying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you did it? I don't know. A few years, dude. You, I, I could do no it. Way. No, I could you, do it. You would, will, mini- will you would blow a, a meniscus. You would blow a meniscus. I will place a wager right now. If anyone wants to take it, I'm willing to do it after the show. We got to find a place. Where we got to wear? Let's go to the park in negative 20 degree weather. Should we could walk in like Shields or something? <laughs> <laughs> you guys clear out. <laughs> now you don't mean let's go to Canada and do it so you can no, see I can do it touch. right okay. here in normal gravity. All right. What size do you think you can jump? I don't know. I, can, I used to be able to touch the net on a basketball hoop. I, I barely was able to touch the net, even in my heyday. The woods are not built for... For vertical? Know, yeah. More for vertical hard. explosion. We're more ground-based people. You're a horizontal people. Yeah. Call me Spud Webb. There's no way I you're refuse. touching the backboard. Yeah, no I refuse. Way. I'll take any bet. I'll take it all right it, now. Especially if you out. haven't done it in a few years. There's no That's way. I'm, I'm in my athletic prime. I've got this. You're in your athletic, athletic prime. prime. Good God. Oh, yeah. 100%. No question about it. You know what this is? This is a uh, guy who's having a hard time letting it go. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Let's do it right now. <laughs> no way. All right. Well, we'll see if we can't book some time at Shields <laughs> for a little <laughs> slam dunk competition. <laughs> They'll see us coming like, no, I, that's an insurance claim. Get out of here. <laughs> well, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you're like, wait, what were they talking about? <laughs> but I don't care. I find it interesting that in certain parts of the world, there's less gravity. And you know what? If you didn't like it, so what? I don't even care. I'm going to do it again on Monday. And sometimes... <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. We talked a little bit about getting sex ed when you're in school mm-hmm. and how Wood and I still don't know what's going on. Right. And how I asked maybe the worst question ever in the midst of <laughs> a new baby coming into the world. Oh, man. I always love it. It's our bonus track. Our first break from 540 in the morning. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Man, I'm on three hours of sleep, so we'll see where this ends up today. It's okay, but I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling energized because last night was a really cool night. I got to um, so the Indie Foundation. Indie stands for I'm not done yet. It's a cancer foundation started by a woman that we know very well, Kayla, who lost her husband to cancer. One of the charities we work with are Tattoos for a Cause event, right? And so they asked me. They were kind enough to ask me to MC an event for them last night, which I did, and uh, it was it was. Moving. Mm-hmm. It was very moving. Like I, you know, I don't, it's, it's weird because when you get around other people that are experiencing that, if you don't know, my wife has breast cancer. Um, and just being around those other people, like I don't, there's only people who are going through it are the, are like the only people who get it. You know, like I, I don't talk to you much about what I'm going through with this because one, everybody's got their own problems anyway, but it's like, it, it's, you just, I, I can't explain it. So I was, a, I was, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was an emotional mess last night. I, I told Kayla right away. I said, look, I'm probably going to cry at some point. 
And uh, Jen- like I know I've listened to the show. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're here. Yeah. Tears bring the money. No, but uh, so Jen Stitch was there. Who's uh, I followed her journey on Facebook. She was like diagnosed the same time my wife was, and she's been very open about her stuff Some on social media. Real parallels between you guys, right? Yeah. And so like once like we they played a. Vi- I'm getting choked up now. They played a video for her last night of because of her journey, and I just that was it. Like mm-hmm. I just like I gave her this big hug. Just and we don't even really know each other, but we've kind of just through social media, you know, have kind of kept in touch and once they brought her on stage dude I w- that was it for the rest of the night and then they played it it was the videos that got me because then it was like another video of you know and this guy was like you know it's the family that it really takes a toll on because he's like when you're going through it you know you just know you got to go step by step by step and the family is just sitting back watching you go oh i'm gonna cry now jeez it was tough last night but yeah so i apologize to anybody that was there if i because I, I i kept getting choked up i well, hate that i do that i wasn't there no you weren't but i'm going to assume you weren't the only person no, I wasn't. And and a lot of people were like, Hey, it was real. Like it was but but the problem is when I cry, one, it's an ugly cry. Two, I can't talk. Mm-hmm. Like my voice is all like yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and I was like and, and then oh my god, this is the part that got me the most. So I got choked up and I so I stopped talking, right? Mm-hmm. And then everyone like ripped into applause, and that just made me cry harder. I was like, <laughs> "No, you guys need to start booing." <laughs> yeah. Tell me I suck or something like make me hurt. <laughs> so, but they knew what they were getting when they asked you they to did. do it, and they probably won't ask me back. I uh, doubt that. which which is fine. I totally get that, but uh, yeah. So I'm a little bit on the sleepy side today, but not. The thing is. Back when I used to do this all the time and I would just stay up drinking and come in and try to do a morning show, I would be exhausted. Mm-hmm. My body just couldn't take it. But this was a one-off type thing. I wasn't really drinking last night or anything. No, so. And it's a different exhaustion. It is. Because honestly, like I felt good when I woke up this morning, just like meeting all these people who are having the same journey. It, it just feels good to know that you're not alone. Like it's, Strength in numbers. It, it really is, man. So thank you to the Indie Foundation. If there's anything I can ever do for you guys again, I'm here to do it. I, will, I told you too, I was like, I should cry the whole way to get there mm-hmm. so that I'm cried out by the time I hit the stage and started emceeing. It didn't work. I tried to help. Like I was insulting you through text messages <laughs> right? and stuff. Like no one likes you. Yeah. Like, you would be nothing without me. <laughs> but I built you up so much. <laughs> You're able to withstand that first barrage. <laughs> anyway, so thank you to them. But that's why I'm a little on the sleepy side today. Well, and like I said, it is a fantastic cause. If you want to get involved with something, it is a very worthwhile charity. And uh, we look forward to working with them again. Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't want me to MC, I totally get it. But uh, so anyway, so it was funny, too, because yesterday was just this weird day. Like I picked my kids up from school and they're doing sex ed for my son now. Oh, what grade? Sixth grade. Okay. So that's about when it happens, right? I think so. I still, I still remember this traumatizing video I saw in the sixth grade when they did sex ed. Mm-hmm. We probably all saw the same one of the baby being born. I don't did remember you, it. And it was a full on, like it was all there. It was all for the taking. I may have stored that in a little area of my brain and <laughs> compartmentalized it. Locked that door and threw away the key. But this is how prude my children are. It, it made me laugh. And I just, I love my son to death because he has the kindest heart. And he was like, Dad, it is so awkward because everyone's just giggling the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, it's going to happen, son. It goes. I said, here's the thing. I said, here's where, here's, you need to not feel awkward about it because it was going on long before you learned about it. Mm-hmm. And that's about where I stopped with the details on it. I was like, we all knew about all this already. You're just learning now, so it's a bit shocking. But he's like, they kept saying the S word. And I was like, the S? I was like, what the hell is this teacher saying the S word for? Yeah. Getting a little, working a little blue over there? And he was like, no, sex. And I was like, I was like, okay, Vinny, you can say that word. Like, as long as you're, you know, using it in the proper context, you can use the quote unquote S word. But it just made me laugh. Like, my son is such a prude. But it's a good thing that they're doing that. You know, it is, man. But it's a, it's a tough one. Like, I don't know if you remember back to 
those classes. Like it's it's weird when you learn what the hell's going on. Well, because you're all sitting there with your classmates, right? And you but, know, and you probably know a couple of things already. But you, with the internet, yeah, you don't know the inner workings of how it all goes down. I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I've been front row to two of them, and I, I honest to God, I still bring this up. So my, this is whenever it was born, right? All right, and a very nice older gentleman walks in, and he's going to be the birth doctor, okay? Because Andrea's OBGYN wasn't on call or whatnot. Okay. It's the middle of the night, right? And he's an older guy. Very nice, very calm, just very matter-of-fact. Okay. So there we are. We're doing our thing. I am doing the most important job there is, left leg. Right. We've all learned this about you. Manning my spot. I should be on our next t-shirt. And so we're getting to, like, go time. And he's even said, he's like, look, we've got a couple more pushes, and we've got a baby coming. Right. And he puts down, like, this bag at the bottom. It's it's like a plat. It almost looks like a slip and slide into a trash bag. Right. And, you know, I'm man in left leg, and I look over, and I'm just like, what the? I'm like, you know, push, push, baby, doing great. And I'm like, hey, hey, doc. And I'm thinking to myself, because this is an old man. Right. Like, maybe he's using techniques from the early 1900s. Or is he putting in a fail-safe for him to drop my baby? Like, if it's all slippery? Right. Like, if he, like, you know, if like a watermelon seed, you know, the baby squirts out, and he drops it, there's this trash bag. Right. And, and I just said to him, I said, hey. Is that in case you drop my baby? <laughs> and the nurse across from me looked at me as if I was the dumbest human being alive. And I just told her, I said, look, I don't know what's going on here. I like how you're at a hospital and you think they're going to use a trash can for your baby. I, they, they don't have any medical advancements since the trash can was invented. To be honest with you, I would have felt a little better if it had been like, a, like an air mattress or something. <laughs> but I don't know about sanitation and all that, you know? Yeah. It seems like a bear to clean. So, and he, no. This is for something totally different. It's like, cool, oh, you handle that. Yeah. I'm on left leg. You yeah. push back. <laughs> and Andrea's just telling me to shut up and stuff. Yeah. And, but I was there. And like I said, I still, to this day, I got two children of my own. Yeah. I've been around this world, you know, 40 times. times. Yep. I don't know what's going on down there. Yep. And God love y'all. It's a wild ride. Mm-hmm. It's a wild scene. My stuff's on the outside. It's easy to figure out. Yep. I had to figure it out when I was four. Still like to test it out every now and then, but the lady stuff, I'm, I'm on cloud nine. And honestly, when we came to that day in class, I paid no attention. Yeah. I, well, I did. <laughs> I think I was starting to... I had questions. Oh. Well, plus with the things I heard coming out of my parents' bedroom, I was like, what the hell is going on in there? What is that? Oh. Plus, we all know, and my family hates when I bring this up on the air, that my parents used to watch adult movies in the living room mm-hmm. in a 700-square-foot house with hollow, hollow core doors. On cranked up to the maximum, so they wanted you to keep that stuff. So I knew the sounds, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what I was. I didn't know what they looked like. I heard the sounds. I didn't know what it looked like, though. You know who I feel for? The teachers who have to teach that stuff. Oh, that's gotta just be horrible. Because is health still a class? I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah, it's still a class. Okay, it, in, at least it is in my kids' middle school. I don't know. Yeah, but that's that's one that's one class I just did not like. It just all that stuff. Now you learned CPR in that class. It was good stuff. Do you? I think so. From what I remember, I had to learn CPR to get my babysitting like badge or you whatever. Was a babysitter's club, What's I, up with dude. That? I was a babysitter. Were you really? Yeah. Oh my god! If you showed up at my house, hey, I'd be like, we're never leaving these children alone again. As long as you got HBO and soda, <laughs> I'm your guy. <laughs> when did you babysit? Oh, uh, you've been when I was young in high school, man. Really, dude? I lived in a rich neighborhood. Those people paid. I'm bang. sure they did. 
And plus, my mom was a short call away if things got crazy. Right. You know? Hey, yo, this kid will <laughs> shut up, mom. Dad, this is when dad usually slaps me. Am I allowed to slap with her kids? No. All right. Should we do some history work? Oh, we probably should. It's <laughs> coming off the rails fast. I'm the one that's tired. I should be saying the wrong things. Mm. Uh, all right, Wood. It was on this day. This is We're going way back on this one. All the way back in 1690. Hey, let's learn about money. Count it up, count it up. 1690, the very first paper money was issued. Mm. Before then, it was all coins, right? Right. This song is not from 1690. I was about to say. Sucks. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to bring new audio to the show. Now, and I believe, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe the United States is the only country in the world where all of our money is the same size, all of our paper money. Oh, really? Like other countries, like the dollars are all different sizes and lengths and all that stuff. Right. Which, you know. Canada has like windows on their money where you can like see through it, like yeah. a little plastic window on it. Japanese money is like the same way. They have like the emperor and yeah. stuff on there. But I, like, I like our money though. Remember? dollar coin when that was tr- when yeah. the government tried to make that a thing because i think the coin itself was worth a dollar right like it was made out of a dollar's worth of silver or something like that possibly so it was but, like worth what it was actually worth as but, opposed to our money that is worth nothing isn't the price of silver like an up and down commodity uh, yeah so i have to like make next year's bigger yeah i i just i i i don't carry paper money and it it bites me in the rear end sometimes like our vending machine in our yeah. break room the the card reader works maybe once a week nothing makes you feel better than having a little cash in your pocket like once in a while i'll just take out 40 bucks and put it in my pocket but here's the problem for whatever i might need all right like you said i'm going to vegas for the ncaa tournament right yeah. now vegas is the one place where i will carry cash because cash is king in vegas yeah you got to tip people you have to have cash on you yeah i will get home at the end of the night like i'll start off the day with like 500 bucks <laughs> and i'm like all right cool i lost 300 dollars <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> you know, and that's when my wife gets mad at me. Well, she's like, well, you tip this guy $25. She's like, I wanted to cut to the front of the line. Right. But it's amazing. A little cash will get you a lot of places yeah. in life. I like having cash because I like cracking my kids off some cash once in a while. Like, if we're, say we're walking through Target and I'm bored. I'll be like, all right, guys, cash challenge. I'll just start doing trivia and cracking them off dollar bills. <laughs> I don't know. Barker. <laughs> sure. I get board shopping. We learned this yesterday. That's true. And my kids like it. I don't give my kids an allowance, but I give them other ways to make money. Okay. Like by knowing things. <laughs> you know, like what is the circumference of a basketball? What is the First Amendment or something like that? Okay. Or, you know, who is Prince? <laughs> my name is Prince. Again, Dad? Uh, on this day in 1913, I don't know where I edited this clip, so it might not make any sense. The amendment says that the federal government has only those powers specifically granted by the Constitution. These powers include the power to declare war, to collect taxes, to regulate interstate business activities, and others that are listed in the articles. The Tenth Amendment to the Constitution was ratified on this day in 1913. We take that stuff for granted. You said it, man. Like our intern, Sandra, right? Right, from Germany. From Germany. And like some of the things that we just assume... Like, we asked him the other day, like, are you guys allowed to have guns? Right. And he was like, no, no one has guns. Yeah, we're not allowed. He's like, hunters maybe, but that's it. But it I'm like, yeah. hold up, player. Yeah, and no offense, <laughs> especially with y'all's track record. I like when we asked Sandro about getting a driver's license in Germany. And he was like, yeah, you have to spend thousands to get a driver's license. And I was like, seriously? He goes, yes, we actually value our safety. I'm like, hey, man, you're walking a line yeah, now. Shut the hell up. Yeah, well, you're walking a line. It costs $18 here. Yeah. And we're going to keep it that way, Sandro. I'll throw you in the backseat of my car and take you for a white knuckle <laughs> ride. <laughs> 
All right. Oh, I can just already tell where this show is going today. I like when we're tired. I like it. It's just a mess. Uh, on this day in 1959, a little bit of a sad note. Although you wouldn't know it by the song. It was on this day in 1959, they called the day the music died, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper all crashed in a plane uh, outside of Clear Lake, Iowa, uh, after a show at the Surf Ballroom, which the Surf Ballroom is still in operation today. Like really? You, you can go there, and they have the room sealed off where those guys, like, I guess Their you would call it, like a green room, I guess you would call it. Um, they have it sealed off, and there's just autographs everywhere. I mean, it's, it gives me goosebumps to think about. Like, it's just frozen in time. Me and my wife actually went there for a car. They do, like, a 1950s car show down there. Oh. So, and you can go out into the field where that plane crashed, and there's just a little monument out there. Hmm. That's crazy. And I remember, like, the, 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 one of the big controversies about that is when they published the photos of the plane crash, you could see the bodies in it. Ooh, so like a Kobe Bryant type situation. Right, yeah, and so that was like a big controversy back mm. then. But anyway, yeah, this day in 1959, man. And Buddy Holly was only at it for like 18 months. Like, you think that he was just this, he was, all these guys, Richie Valens was like not even a year into his career when he died. Yeah. It's just crazy to think about. I love Buddy Holly. That's one of my family favorites. And there are just some artists like that. Jimi Hendrix is another one. Like, yeah. Jimi Hendrix, where he, because of course, Jimi Hendrix was, you know, doing music. I, right. He played uh, backup for, uh, oh, Little Richard. That's right. I was going to say, you told me this, and I didn't know that. He was in Little Richard's backup, but, but Jimi Hendrix, as we know him, yeah, he put out, like, three albums in, like, it was, like, an 18-month span, yeah. and then died. And it's crazy that, like, if someone did that today, we would never even remember them. But right. they, these guys made such an impact. Well, and Jimi Hendrix was just so iconic in the way yeah. he sounded. So it, it's amazing. You know, music history is just... Uh, it's just awesome. Yeah, I love it. Uh, let's do some birthdays, shall we, my friend? Because, of course, it's a Friday. We're running late as hell now. Mm-hmm. Uh, celebrating a birthday today. As quarterback of the expansion Minnesota Vikings, Fran Tarkenton's escape act was born out of self-preservation. Fran the man Tarkington. It's his birthday today. Uh, in, uh, quarterback way before his time. Well, they said that I, by the clips that I watched this morning, they were saying that he kind of invented the quarterback like scramble. scramble. Yeah. yeah. He would run around, and he was just a, a wild one. Played a long time. I didn't know he was this old. He's up. He's gonna see eighty one. Ah, you're close. You're a little low, actually, though. <laughs> he's eighty three today. Man. Uh, also celebrating a birthday, just because I needed at least two. Well, I can say this is I'm cooperating um, completely, and I am absolutely certain, one hundred percent certain, that at the end of the investigation, that I will be. Cleared. That turned out to be a lie. Uh, Hunter Biden. Is, mm. We don't get political. No. Uh, facts are facts. Uh, Hunter Biden, it's his birthday today. Oh, whatever. I have no idea. <laughs> I just needed two, and I couldn't right. find anybody else that anybody would know. 50. And no, he is the ripe old age of 53 today. That's what you do. If your, parent, if your family's in politics, you need to have no skills in life. Oh, God, yeah. None. Like, I wouldn't let that dude fix my sink. <laughs> I don't think he would know how. Yet he's got his finger in, you know, American politics, which is just well, haunting. He, but he doesn't really. I mean, he's I just he's adjacent he to politics. But That's close enough, man. It's too close, honestly, if you ask me. Um, all right, of course, if it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well.